This podcast is brought to you by Cultivated Hemp Company, the best CBD in Colorado. If you are looking for something to get rid of your pain, to relieve your anxiety, or just to make you feel real good, then get Cultivated Hemp Company CBD choices. They got gold, white, and basic, and pet options, plus CBD honey. They are your CBD connection to activate your activate your cannabinoid receptors. Boom. If you want to save money too, use our discount code MICRO25 and you'll get 25% off plus free shipping. That sounds like a pretty fucking great deal. What do you think, guy? Fuck yeah! What is the code again? MICRO25 for 25% off. Just making sure people heard. She liked me to repeat everything she says. This it's a good commercial. CultivatedHempCompany.com Boom. Thanks, sponsor. What's up, guys? Welcome to the High Permaculture Entrepreneur Podcast. It's your host, Tracy. Guy. And we're here. It's me, Guy. To get high and talk permaculture stuff and entrepreneur stuff. How you been doing as a human, Guy? Nice. We just went on a hike today with Tabasco. We had a great time. Had a little water action. I know that was. I shouldn't good. say a hike. It was a. It was a. It was a trail. Mediocre walk. Yeah, it was just a trail. But we were in the trees and... It was nice. Switchbacks. Up high, down low. Got views. Lots of trees, though. Different yeah, types but... of trees. We're going to start doing a skateboard around Regis University if the campus is open. I'm assuming you're allowed to go walk around it. Yeah. And they have all their trees identif- like with the identification of the name on it. And it's super cool. And I want to start learning my trees. But it's been a fun day. And a fun week. Should we shout out to the sponsor. Um, yeah, you can do the commercial. Our sponsor is. What do I always keep forgetting? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're high. Cultivated Hemp Company. Thank you. Cultivated Hemp Company. I always just think of the elephant I know. logo. It's a super dope logo. Cultivatedhempcompany.com. Yeah. And their CBD Thank is hot, hot fire. It is very good. It actually tastes pretty good too. And easily mix it in food, which is what we plan on doing. So. For all of our private events. So if you yeah. want to have a CBD-infused private event with your best friends, come send us a message at aboomlife.com. And we will fulfill your private pizza party needs. Or all pizza parties. Desires. Or pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. And farm-to-table food, basically. It's delicious. Um, shout out to our podcast. We listen to like good podcasts, like besides ours. But podcast that you should be listening to is uh, the Doctor's Pharmacy, Pharmacy with an F, and uh, Doctor Hyman uh, always like gives us a recap kind of about what's going on with COVID. And he was I can't remember which doctor, what other doctor he had on, but it's this past week's episode, and he was just talking about COVID and how the disease is just attacking weak hosts. And so to me, you need to recognize right now it's super important to recognize your mindfulness like being mindful and recognize like where you are as a human like, yeah. like I like asking how are you as a human I know how you are but like people should how ask them you? but people should ask themselves that question every morning like how do I feel do I feel energized because if you're waking up tired it means your circadian rhythm's messed up and I get into that and like to me that's like Ben Greenfield like says that all the experts are saying like we need to tap back into our circadian rhythm and the easiest way to do that is to get outside in the morning like right when you wake up, instead of like looking at your phone, go outside yeah. for ten minutes. Right. And then also do that barefoot, and like over these next four months, like you can actually do that without being cold. So like go walk out in some grass for ten minutes without your phone, 
just be grateful that you're alive, you yeah, know? for sure. And I think that's, like, when I'm listening to this podcast, it's like, I feel like the media and when people are listening to it aren't even hearing that. Like, the, that basic fact of, like, you're the host, so you're ho- it's attacking weak hosts, so you need to make yourself stronger. Right. Because, like, it's not up to me to make you stronger. I'm, I have food for you to buy for me. I'll give you free shit once in a while, but, like, as an individual human being now, like, you can decide who you're going to support with your money. Yeah. And I think a few people have reached out to us saying they didn't have the money, like, for our things. And maybe we should have, like, at least given them one free container or something. And maybe we'll start doing that. But, like, for the most part, you should have come up, like, our $7 worth of our container will help feed you for at least three days if you got, like, $7 worth of sunflowers. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, that's good. Like, I'm not saying what for, like, the whole day. But I'm saying it's a really good snack for you to just munch on. Yeah. And actually have, like, energy from it. I'm going to start rolling this blunt. Can you talk about oh, yeah. your podcast that you listen to? Yeah. The Permaculture Podcast by Scott Mann. Sounds like you're listening to NPR radio, but it's very informative about anything permaculture. I listened to the most recent one with Rob Avis. 4-9. On April 9th. And it was basically just discussing how now is the time for people in the permaculture industry to be uh, teaching and spreading knowledge and now's the time that people are wanting to learn knowledge about basic homesteading things that uh, maybe previously they weren't interested in so um, I didn't even listen to the whole thing honestly but just kind of hit with me since that's kind of what we're trying to do and focus on and or what we've been trying to do and um then I guess another podcast that's really good to listen to is uh, Diego Footer's podcast, um, Permaculture Voices, and he also has a microgreens uh, three podcasts. business uh, podcast. I'm not sure what the third one is, but it's I, Farm Small, Farm Smart. Is yeah. that the microgreens one? No. Because that seems like he has interviews with microgreens people on that one, too. Sometimes, but he's a, uh, just a microgreens one. Just Far- look up Diego Footer on on yeah. on iTunes. And- if you don't want to spell Diego, it's D I E G O. He'll remind you every podcast. Um. So yeah, those are the two permaculture podcasts I would recommend. Um, and let's see what else has been going on. Permaculture projects, homie. Permaculture projects. I've been, been pl- I've been officially. What's today? The twelfth. Thirteenth. Today's the thirteenth, and I officially planted out basically all of my tomatoes i think there's about 15 tomatoes there's a bunch of peppers and cucumbers there's just stuff i'm looking at that i still haven't planted honestly i don't really even know where it's going to go we may you have to make another garden bed build another garden bed or two just to put stuff in it or maybe we'll give away a couple plants but no, um, i think we should uh make a more garden bed yeah Top the weed plants yesterday, made a little video about it. I don't know if we, we never posted it, but we'll post it up. But topped our weed plants, we'll just it. meaning... I'm just waiting for this podcast. Uh, we we cut tried the to do this off. podcast yesterday, and we canceled it halfway through because the our neighbors were cutting down their tree, and we thought he was going to die. He successfully pulled it off, but we'll, well post and the a noise picture of that, little, too. The noise, and the noise was annoying. insane. He just kept going, so we stopped. But sorry, go into weed topping? Um, yeah, we topped our weed plants. Well, we topped our pepper plants last week. Well, so many do, weeks ago. You can top any plant. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Basically, and what does topping do? Well, I guess it does different things. Like, you can do it for basil. It makes it more bushy. But for weed and tomatoes, basically, you cut the top off, and basically, it starts growing two new center branches, basically. 
So for weed, it'll grow two main colas instead of one cola for peppers. And uh, I don't do it for tomatoes. For peppers, it splits it so you get twice the fruit. Tomatoes, you don't cut the later. No, but what'd you do today with your tomatoes? Oh, I just like, well, we planted them. We planted them extra deep. So if you plant a tomato plant deeper than what it is in, in the pot it's already in. How do you know how deep to go? The white little hairs. Right. Well, you can go as deep as you want. You can go all the way to the top. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's kind of cool. So you Just can, Google that. You can plant tomato plants as deep as you want. You just remove the leaves and uh, branches that are going to be under the soil and just bury it. And then everything that's under the soil will start uh, rooting out. So it'll basically turn into just a much stronger root-bound plant. It'll probably give you bigger, stronger, more fruit production. So yeah, planted out all the tomatoes, any branches that were touching the ground after I buried them, cut them off so there's good airflow and, and any, uh, any big stems that were big, we uh, kept yeah. and put them in some water to hopefully grow some more tomato plants. Yep, that's another thing too. So any, most plants, you can just cut a large branch off and keep it in some water until it starts to root and then you can put it in a little pot with some soil and just start making and cloning your own little plants. So. I'm gonna do that with the Russian sage up front that's growing in places it doesn't, shouldn't be. And, well, uh, and we did today it with we, mint. Yeah, mint we did, we're doing it with from our friend Eki. And we kinda did it with, uh, I think it's the mango from Dewey. That's funny. Hey, stop, just leave it. Um, that's funny. <laughs> um, what else? You did your first Boom Perma Garden project of 2020. Oh, yeah. That you found through Craigslist. Yeah. Craigslist is your friend, guys. Jan. Did a garden a bed for back. Jan. Had a couple people contact me. I have a guy contact me about a one-acre hemp plot that he wants some drip irrigation installed or reinstalled. Um, another couple people that, have, that are interested. Hey, Tabasco. Hey. Stop. Another couple people that Stop. are interested... So, uh, for some reason, you're in the Denver area and you're interested in uh, setting up some garden beds or any homestead projects, you, you can... can go to boompermagardens.com and just contact us. Yeah. I need to update the website, but there's still a contact us page. And, or and boom, or just go to uh, Boomstead on Instagram or Facebook and send us a direct message. Or you can text us at 970-279-1787. That's our Google voice number for our Boom Inc. So it connects you for Boom Sports or Boom Permagardens or Microgreens, whatever you need. A private event up to eight people it's delicious we did an impromptu one last night it was all right let's spark this blunt spark it um sparky. we have lots of former projects to talk about guy yeah um, turning compost we do that almost every day or at least twice a week now from the bin to my just my chickens like little compost pile that's turning into like a nice pile of dirt yeah it is um we're going to start building uh, the hoop house here soon. We'll I think start on Friday. Yeah, I asked Pat Barry. We'll see if he wants to come or not. Um, but either way, I may even start squaring some lines today, but we'll try to film every little step of the way. Um, but a hoop house is something that you could use in your backyard just as an extra. It doesn't need to be garden space. It could be extra just storage space you need for things. or um, But ideal for growing things and seedlings and weed plants, just get them out of the elements from hail and wind. Honestly, the plastic, if it's not too hot, it diffuses the light, so on these really hot days, it's 
not so intense on the plants. Um, what else are we going to try to do? I mean, we're trying to set up these events, so we had a couple events we booked in June. Yeah, we have our first two booked. We need to get this backyard cleaned up. And then we might renovate our kitchen in July. Which would yeah. be super dope. Which means we can't do events. That's why I kind of like get it over with, so then we can like just not have to look back anymore. I'll, uh, I'll um, place to I also requeened um, all three hives. So we had three installs last two weeks. Mine first, and then my two friends. And we went to do their checks to see if the queen was laying and see the queen. And she's gone. And mine and Cass's seemed like they swarmed because there's like very, barely any bees left. But still some bees. It's hard to tell. It's like, like I said saying yesterday, it's hard to tell what 5,000 bees looks like. Like Especially it, when it's in a bigger box than the one it came in. Yeah, and they're all they're all on each frame, and maybe if you could say there's two or three hundred on each frame, I would say that it's not, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they're maybe didn't swarm; they just killed the queen. That's the two things that happened. They either killed the queen. Well, they're not going to be getting any bigger as a or they colony swarmed. without. No, they can't. They without, need a queen. Yeah. They're all going to die in like less than four weeks if they don't have a queen. So right. that's why we requeened it. It's forty dollars for a queen. So that's a good business to get into, maybe. But it really doesn't take that much space. Like, how do you, you literally do that? have like, you have a space like this big, like a box, okay? Uh -huh. Your closet size, like that closet over there where I put all the books. And then I need a machine to inseminate her. Mm -hmm. And you hold her in place, and like Crazy. somehow you squeeze her little thorax open, and then you put the needle in, and you inject the semen. That's crazy. It's fucking nuts. I haven't really watched it besides, I just know that's what kind of happens. Um, I guess permaculture projects. We're trying to do hella workshops. We're trying to teach people how to make bread, how to make cob ovens, how to beekeep. bake with wood fire, how to beekeep, how, how to, to chicken keep. keep, how to start your own garden, how to grow weed plants. So tomorrow, I'm actually going to learn how to move a beekeep or a beehive from one location to another at 4:30 in the morning. I'm getting up at 4:30. I got to be him at five. Don the beekeeper. Don I called bee him sir. And he goes, "I'm just Don." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, just Don." Justin, just Don. <laughs> Keep back uh, in your cages. I'm super excited about planning out the indoor plants, though. Like, we planned out a, a Jap uh, cactus orchid, and my dracania that I've had for 10 years died, but had two little babies come back, and they kind of were looking weak in their big pot, so we put it back in the pot, but with new soil. And without the dead ends, I think it's going to help. I'm we'll hoping. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, <coughs> what's the worst that can happen? We got a new pot out of it. You want to put the peace lily in here? Peace lily? Um, sure. <coughs> Oh, man. We should probably repot that piece, Lily. It's ready for a bigger home. Okay. It's a big pot. Yeah. And this will look cool up on that, that counter. C -c -c uh, I'm just looking over. We got the big quart of wood. So the last two days, we yesterday, we, we stacked it all. The day before, we picked it up off Craigslist. Great deal. 200 bucks for a quart of wood. So if you're in the wood market, just look on Craigslist for a dude who has an inn with with good wood because he works with a tree company he's got good wood bro <laughs> he's got some good hard wood it took and us three trips of a Toyota Tacoma just hucking it legally off legally to the top yeah we were not trying to do illegal packing with wood I don't want to kill anyone and then the other cool project that we are starting and are the founders of in Denver is called Reiko Ring I think we talked about it maybe for a second last week but Reiko means fair consumption and essentially with all these farmer's markets that probably aren't going to exist, like farmer's markets are going online. Like the Parker one's the biggest one in Colorado. Right. And they're trying to take it online. I, however, like don't even really go to farmer's markets personally, which I sh we can. 
Right. I've just tried to grow shit by myself and then start le- meeting people that do cool things for themselves as well. And that's kind of like the idea behind Rakering. Like, they asked me, like, are people having need to have a business license and, like, are they organic producers and all these things? And it's like, well, I'd like to think that they are, you know? Right. But, like, if, for instance, my few of my friends are to join the group and they want to sell their shit and they don't have a license, I'm not going to not let them. If someone wants to buy shit from them, yeah, like, I agree. That's what the whole point of to me. We've lost touch with all this licensing and things, and I think that's where you're. You as a consumer, it's up to you to decide who you need to support and why you support them. Yeah. And like certifications and licensing aside, like that's up to you as a business owner what you want to do, and what you and I'm going to say. Everyone should be having an open book about their policies. Yeah. So like Cass you need to say, Yeah, I make my kombucha at my house. Same with us, like our bread. We bake it in our home. I'm not afraid to tell people that. Yeah. It's not illegal to sell a loaf of bread that you bake in your house. <laughs> Especially at this point it's like, get over it. You're worried about corona and now you're worried about uh where your bread's coming from. Well, like, I'm just saying you wanna go, go buy go the, watch go, go watch buy. a kid, go watch go sit by the bread section in a grocery store and watch how many kids pick their asshole and then touch the bread. Yeah, or lick the bread. One time we were at Sprouts and a kid literally stuck his tongue out and let's picture him moving forward towards the bread while his mom's not paying attention. She's at the meat counter and she, he just licks the bread and they go on their way and left that bread there for the next person. So you buy my store-bought my bread that I bake at home. I make about six loaves a week. We guy makes. It's definitely safer than that store-bought bread. Yeah. Well, and there's no preservatives. <laughs> Flour, salt, We fall like... We make sure we all of our flowers stay like sanitary, like. Well, we basically we buy the best flower we can, like best flower we can. GMO. We put them in their own flower containers now. They're not even open bags anymore. Trying to follow as much restaurant standards as I would, like that's what I would say. Follow restaurant protocol in my home. Cottage Food Act. Yeah. Yeah. Cottage Food Act is the right to make food and sell products out of your home as long as people are aware that you're doing that. Kind of like a cottage food act. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Remember, I was calling it cottage cheese act for a while. <laughs> it's the cottage cheese act. Um, I think, but the Rako ring, I'm super excited about. I'm about to get a talk on the 27th to 500 farmers on a Zoom call about why I started it. And I started sure it because I heard be. a podcast and they're doing it in Finland. And I just felt like Guy and I spend over six hours, like, three four hours each yeah. doing deliveries and i don't mind doing that especially if it's my only job really but if i could get another 40 deliveries scheduled for friday yeah. so like i'm just saying we could double our capacity then and not have to do the extra six or eight hours of delivery on friday it would just be you come to me at the Rako ring where i have other like, and the coolest thing about the Rako ring is why i'm not like making our prices cheaper because you're coming to me is that there's six other vendors that you can be purchasing from with cool shit to be buying right where before you were just getting my product and now you have this mushroom dude right here you have a lady making really fancy co- do you see what melissa is doing today uh uh-uh. she's doing like some type of crazy cocktail with like pine needles and coconut oil and nice. cool shit cool shit but i'm saying that's the idea of the rake ring is i think people should be able to pick how they support and who they support and why they support them yeah. And I think when you go to a grocery store now and Sprouts or Whole Foods, it's Whole Foods, you think you're shopping organic and local. Maybe you are. Maybe there's a say with the manager buying, like, p- putting local things in there. However, Amazon owns Whole Foods. 
So who are you really supporting? Right. And what is that farmer who has to get his shit into Whole Foods? How much cut is he losing? Like how we have vendorship when we coach kids? How much is going back to Amazon? Like when you sell your bacon at Whole Foods, you know? Yeah. And that's to me where the pig farmer deserves every chance he can to sell his meat to the people wanting his meat out of like I'll pay the extra five dollars knowing that he doesn't have to sell it at Whole Foods and lose his money right and knowing that he can have a smaller supply line like think like I know you'll sell more meat at Whole Foods because more people shop there but eventually you'll have you'll sell out at your higher price to our regular ring members still got it She's got a big drool thing coming out of her mouth, Punky, but she just walked from halfway across the yard to pee on Tabasco's pee. Nice. So got you, she's bitch. Cr- she's just crushed. She's like, where's this bag of balls doing? Well, crush Punky's vibing thing. right now. Fucking uh, we have a 12-year-old bulldog, and she never comes outside. She usually sleeps all day. Right now, she's cruising around the backyard mm. trying to move her she's body. She's out a couple times. Oh, oh, help her. She can't get out the step. <laughs> My hips. I know, it's sad. She's like lost so much weight. Lost weight. Well, let's shout out our uh, local designated pickup for our Reiko ring. Yeah, because their beer is delicious, and we haven't even got into that. And Tamil, is she the owner? Uh, I think there's a group of them. But we met Tamil, and she's awesome, and she's the one who basically spoke with the landlord and got everything approved to have this pickup happen. And first brewery we asked and shout out to it. Yeah, it's like less cool. than a mile from our house. Location, from our farm. Good, good beer. Rices. Rices. Their, their IPAs were delicious. So make Spanish sure you join the brewery, but lots of different uh, like regular options. We got a West Coast IPA and uh, some sort of other uh, hazy IPA. IPA. Uh, I forget what they're called. La Cura. La Cura. Cura. And Sanudo. And I forget. We're just making up shit. No, but. it was La Cura. And that was I right. Think but either way, um, and then the first Reiko ring is the, what the twenty second. So next Friday, first Reiko ring. We're gonna have at least mushrooms, microgreens, and potentially oh, and beer. bread and beer. And I'm trying to get this uh, organic oil lady. Cool. And then, uh, I guess, I'm trying to get. I've reached out to Lindsay at Zero Market, so you can like, pick up soaps and stuff. Would be super dope. Cool. So like when you go on, I guess they haven't gone on. Like when you go on the Raker Ring, uh, I posted like, page, our shit. Like how do you like see what's like, a, like, like do you see like what all the vendors are, and then you like click on the vendor, and then they have. It'd be a po- every post like once a week, a new post happens from for each vendor. Gotcha. So just I one posted post. mine, and it said this is what's available for five twenty two to pick up, and then on the bottom like I, I listed all the my green stuff, and then add on I put sourdough bread starter and honey, I think I don't think I listed honey because I don't really have that much left. Right. Um, I did eggs, but even then I don't have, like, I really can only sell two dozen eggs. Like, the first come, first serve, and Genevieve already has her name on the list. Really? Like, mm-hmm. Genevieve's kind of our, if she wants to keep buying $9 eggs, like, she can keep buying them from us. Right. If she doesn't, it goes to the next person. But I'm, the, so, like, when, you, when you're asking that, yeah, so, like, we post that, and then someone comments, like, hey, Tracy, guy, or my, my migraines, we would like to buy... Uh, join the the bi-weekly club or I would just like three containers or even just I'm even doing set, uh, just one $7 container yeah because I'm sitting there and if you want to come pick up your $7 container from me now come do it yeah and that's what on the next door app I want you to post that <laughs> or we should post that saying starting next week Rake Rain $7 containers for sale like no minimum order because there's no reason why I can't sell 10 $7 orders then 
Yeah. <laughs> you can make 70 bucks, I'm just sitting there. Come pick up my pea and say, we'll pea shoots and sunflowers, but you need to place your order beforehand. Pre-sales only. And that's like why the rake ring works as well, is the like lack of, you won't need licensing because it's all, it's just an exchange of, of product. You're just handing someone a product because they already paid you for it. Pay me. Here's your product. Exactly. Hey. But uh, shout out to Rises. But then uh, we did elevated Nectar Mobile is Melissa with the craft cocktails. Oh, Dewey, the knife, D fan blades, and spatulas. If you want custom knives and spatulas, he's gonna be selling that. And have like every week he'll post his ten knives. So like so even we, plant holders potentially. Yeah, and plant holders. There's really cool custom metal plant. He does with holders Aaron that have, like, Duffus. Cool designs. Aaron Duffus designs. Is that what it is? Aaron Duffus cuts. I asked him if it was Duffus or Doofus. It's Duffus. And of course it's Duffus. Uh, but those two collaborated. And Dewey's actually making me a custom hive tool with a handle. Because when I was harvesting honey, like even if I just end up using it for that, it's going to be so much better. Not cut my hand open. That hurt. Like slicing your finger. I got like your skinniest part. Mm-hmm. Your skinniest part. Your like weakest skin part. Uh, botanical touch is the oil lady. For your vagina. No, it's, it's like essential sexual oil. Well, where do you put sexual oil? Not on your, your elbows. But you can. You got some ashy ass elbows. Put no, that. But I'm saying I've been. I've stopped using lotions. So I'm saying like you can use it for your vagina after you shave. It's awesome. Your and or yeah, rub it all over your titties. Right when you get out of the shower, Fresh it feels amazing. Head. And before you uh, have sex with your husband, so nice. Or do it with together. Mm. Or with your partner. I have to rub it on my wiener. See what happens. Mm, do it. Mm. Uh, any more weed talk? Weed talk. We, we kind of like did it. Um, bought a new product today. Well, I guess. Yes. That is one. But. Uh, what is it? Well, so, compost tea. I make compost tea. We have the worm farm. The main purpose of the worm farm, besides composting your food, is they make worm castings, and I make worm tea with that. So basically, I just have a five-gallon bucket with uh, an aerator that pumps air in the bucket. I uh, get like a, a cheesecloth or like a paint strainer bag and put a couple cups of worm castings and you can put some other amendments in there and then you just uh, suspend that in the water and you run the aerator and that is called an aerated compost tea. It's ridiculously good for your plants um, but... Uh, and not hard to make. Not hard to make. It does take, like if you want to do it right, it takes 24 hours because you let that go for 24 hours. We should do it. Um, but it this while. is, you can do that. You run that for 24 hours or you can use it instantly. And then I use this company called Botanicare. What's up, little bee? Which is basically organic. Uh, I use their cow mag, which is uh, basically for tomatoes and my weed plants. Their pure blend. And then I got uh, their compost tea. Uh, which is up front, um, but it's just a quick like couple t- like a tablespoon teaspoon per gallon, and you add it on the plants. Um, I like to use it as an addition. I use it as a main feeding uh, for my wheat plants, but for all my flowers and tomato plants and vegetable plants, uh, I like to give them a little at least compost too. You can feed it to them like on on the soil, or you can put it like in a sprayer and you can like spray it on the leaves because plants absorb nutrients through the leaves as well um so compost tea is just all around awesome just whenever you buy one make sure if you read the ingredients you actually know what one is if you don't know what an ingredient is if you can't pronounce it then it's probably something synthetic you don't need to use synthetic bullshit 
No, Boom. no. Don't do that. Don't so do that. So compost tea, that should have been like the permaculture fact. Or what was, what was I going to talk about? Your permaculture fact was how much water can you catch off a roof? Oh, yeah. How much water can you catch off a roof? Because someone would think, oh, I'm going to put like a little barrel on my regular like 2,000 square foot house. And literally, if you got a drizzle, it's going to fill up. So the equation is for every square foot, which is 12 by 12 inches square foot, every square foot for one inch of rain, you get a half gallon of water. No. Let me rethink this now. Square foot. It's okay. It's, I don't know. Inch of I'm rain. I'm impressed that you know it off your head. Uh, half gallon of water. Does that make sense? Like yeah, an yeah, inch yeah. of rain for every half gallon. Yeah. So say if you had a 2,000 square foot home. Here we don't get an inch of rain in a row very often. But just say you get an inch of rain overnight. Which is very common in a lot of places. An inch of rain on 2,000 square feet. Uh, so half of that is 1,000. So you get 1,000 gallons that night. So a 50-gallon thing could fill up 10 times. Right. Or 20 so times. 20 times. Just think about how much water like a normal American house can use. You have multiple tanks in your yard. A lot of... Well, like, um, Eric, uh, follow Brad Lancaster, and he has a cool book called Rain Harvesting Techniques. Yeah. And he basically has a... Just Google him on YouTube, or YouTube him, and he has, like gives you a tour of his backyard. And his backyard is super legit. His backyard allows, like, shows you how big, like, what is it, like, a thousand-gallon cistern he has in his backyard, if not two or three? But he's in Arizona. Yeah. We could still do it here. Like, our, we're a fucking desert in the end. But he basically harvests all the water he catches and uses it all year round and, like, really does live off. Like, he's not on-grid, he but he water, doesn't so waste water. His, uh, I know, every time his, uh, I'm doing dishes in there, uh, like, is there a way to, uh, like, his laundry machine? Yeah. I know, I really want to, like, when we go to update the laundry room, I want to design it that way. And our friend Avery from Greywater Systems. It's his company called. Colorado Greywater? Yeah. If he's still doing that. I think, he, yeah, he just did it last, uh, this past year with Creighton. That dude we met at the co-op. He did it in his backyard. Oh, nice. So, like, I think we should schedule for him to do that this year or next year. It'd be a super cool project to show people. Especially right here. We could just, like, pimp out a basin where the water would shoot out right by the tree. And then put up a little... We gotta do that cob thing for the the, um, the flooded basement. Like, have we podcasted get... about that yet? What? Did we talk about that last week, right? Uh, I don't think so. Because they just replaced it on Friday. Well, yeah, we did. No okay. hot water. Yeah, but every time we replaced it... Eight, if there was no hot water from Sunday to Thursday, yeah, we Yeah, but now we have hot water. Yeah, the city of Denver hooked it up. Yeah. But they heard everything. I'm saying if we talked about that, they heard about the flood. I forget sometimes, man. That's all right. We finished the blunt. We did the shout-outs. If you want some local food, go hit up the Broken Cage. Her pastrami looked amazing. That is on the menu right now. Layla at the Broken Cage. And Cody's there to go menu looks fire all the time. Chef Sue knows what she's doing. Um, Bright Martin. Go hit them up. Bright Martin. Comida. If you want Spanish food. Cart driver. I think they're about to open. Yep. I think a lot of restaurants think, are about to open. Secretly, they're doing something this weekend. Well, look out for secret things opening up, people. And look for our private events. They're delicious. It's probably the best food of your life. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Peace and love. Go do something outside. I crashed on my uh, skateboard today. I'm okay. That's what life is. You go do shit. You might get hurt, but it's worth it. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you. Do you love everyone?
Yeah. If they're worth loving. Boom. <laughs> if they're worth loving. If you're worth your love. Be worth your love, people. Bye-bye.